This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello, and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barcelia. Today we will be reflecting upon our experiences at Windy City Line Dance Mania 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. We flew in Wednesday, pretty early in the morning. Actually, the drive there was early. We were heading south in rush hour traffic, and we did get to our flight in time. It was another close one. We did not make that same mistake on the way home. We had lots of buffer time getting home. The way there was hairy. We arrived. I think I watched a movie on the flight. What did I watch? Oh, yes, we watched The Incredibles 2 together because uh, we had not seen that yet. And we each pressed play on our displays at the same time. So it was like watching it on the same screen, but from a couple feet apart. I liked it. What did you think of the movie? Well, it's Disney Pixar, so naturally I enjoyed it. Um, I don't honestly at this point in our journey remember much of the movie. I just remember enjoying it for the most part. I thought they did a really good job. Um, There was some scenes in it that reminded me of a different movie way back when called Mr. Mom. Um, where he loses his job and she gets a job and has to go to work and then he has to take care of the kids and then he struggles for a little bit and then they get a system down kind of thing. Um, I enjoyed the whole uh, coming to terms with your identity thing that Violet was going through. Um, I thought they did a really good job that which would make kids be able to relate to that and um yeah i thought it was a good movie so then we got down to the airport looked for the shuttle bay took the shuttle over i'm glad that they had a shuttle i I really appreciate events that have a shuttle that take you straight there and we sorted out the check-in kerfluffle with um the rooming situation that Megan was sharing with uh, Lisa and Rachel, whom we interviewed on this trip, and my situation with um, the other instructors and how we were all paired off. So once we figured that out and we had our key cards, uh, we went up to the rooms. I unpacked into all the drawers. And I remember there was a time I would only use what was in my bag for the entire trip. But now, for longer trips like this one, I will put things in the drawers, on hangers. I won't just take them out of my suitcase and put them back in my suitcase. I start to take up a little bit more of the space that is provided. What did you do with uh, your time in the room? Well, kind of speaking to the same thing about you and the luggage situation is um, certain events where we're lucky enough to be in the same hotel for the entire trip, I will certainly unpack everything. I'll put certain clothes on hangers. And the way I actually do it is I will match my um, bottom, whether it be a skirt, a, a shorts, or a pair of pants with whichever top I planned on wearing it with. Um, because I am that much of a nerd, I do pack outfits, uh, not just some clothes. And because we are such nerds, we pack matching outfits. <laughs> True story. Although our dress clothes were accidentally matching. They were not planned. But um, our shirts, we always figure out which instructors we want to represent at that particular event, and we try and wear them on the same day. Um to show our support together Um, because it is fun being able to match with your friends even if it's I know sometimes we've done like um, an Amy and Darren where you've worn one and I've worn the other and then later that night we switched Um, stuff like that is kind of fun there were actually two uh, women at this event who had very elaborate matching outfits I was very impressed by their commitment to to the look yes um with that said, uh, so I unpacked things, I hung things up. Um, Lisa and Rachel had already 
been in the room and they had already unpacked all their stuff so it was just they left a remaining couple hangers for me and a drawer for me because they didn't know what I would use uh, so they ended up um, unpacking all their stuff I do have to say I love them to pieces but there is some benefits when I room with you versus other females the bathroom doesn't look like it belongs to females when I room with you <laughs> We each had a straightener. We each had makeup. We each had all of our toiletries. So, and there's three of us in this bathroom, and so it definitely took up a lot, which was funny. Um, for the most part, we all had our little teeny tiny sections of the bathroom, um, but it was still definitely a different experience than when I just room with you. Uh, they actually, I don't know if they always take that side of the bed. Or that side of the room for the where the bed was at, but or if they just remember that I like the bed by the window because they ended up leaving the bed by the window for me, so I was very grateful for that because I like being further away from the door um, if I can help it. In my room, I got there first, and I also picked the bed by the window, and mostly that was because I wanted to be farther from the bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I never thought about the bathroom thing. It's just I like being further away from the door. I don't like the idea of being right next to the door in any of my sleeping quarters. Um, took a shower, which was nice and needed. I Every time I get off a plane, I want to take a shower immediately and get whatever that circulated air has pushed on me off. And that clothes, like, yeah, environment, I just, yeah, just get rid of it. It's not worth it. not worth it. So I took a shower like almost immediately after pa- unpacking my clothes, um, got dressed a little bit, and then I think we talked about getting food, and we were trying to figure out what to do, and we decided on Uber Eats. And so since you were um, doing some stuff with your SD cards for storage, which we ended up not using your GoPro like we wanted to, um, I think it just totally slipped our mind and where we were at it would have been very weird to set up the gopro and we'll get to that later but um so you were clearing off the space in case we were going to use it so that you would have place to store videos um and because you were doing that i said well why don't i just come up to the room and we'll order in and just relax and um hang out and watch youtube videos as our quote unquote review for dances Um, there's a few, I know that we went over that we were like, uh, let's watch Rachel. Let's watch Rachel dance this one. That counts. That totally counts as a review. Um, which actually it did help on some of the dances we did later because I was able to recall the video. Um, yeah, we ended up ordering Uber Eats and we ended up with Al and Andy's restaurant. Um, I think we both just got a burger or something. I did a chicken quesadilla. Didn't you also get like a mushroom burger? I think that may have been from. Was it also from there? Interesting. I guess I, I must have gotten a burger too then. Yes, because I remember as soon as I asked you if didn't you get a burger, them calling and asking us if we wanted two deluxe burgers, which includes the meals, or if we wanted just the burgers. Oh, I think I, I just got the Andy's burger. It was like their specialty one. I got the mushroom burger later at a different place. No, you got the Andy's burger with mushroom. Oh, I think that may have been a special thing that I, I put in the comments then because the, they, they had a separate mushroom burger that I could have ordered. But I really like to order signature uh, burgers from places that have them because I want to see what they're proudest of. Yeah, um, I just got a regular cheeseburger. I won't pretend I was anything fancy. <laughs> Um, which it wasn't bad food. It wasn't necessarily like the best meal I've ever eaten, but it was certainly good enough to fill me up. And, you know, I enjoyed the taste of it. It didn't, it didn't come like it was like really, really dry or anything like that. Um, and then it was roughly about probably two o'clock by the time I got up to my room and in bed and situated, um, at, Rachel and Lisa had met up with a bunch of people and went out. So I was actually in bed pretty much every night before they were. We went over so many dances. We didn't go over a whole bunch of other dances. And ultimately, we didn't dance a lot of the dances that were on that list. 
But I think we, we did the best we could for preparing for demos um, under the circumstances. So yeah, Wednesday was uh, not the bowling night that, um, that others had for us. I think we really needed that rest. And it's kind of like we said about Pikes Peak. Coming that one day early really helps just like mellow you out. Because I remember the next day when people were like flooding the lobby for registration and checking into their rooms. And I was so glad I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> like they, they all looked like they were shifting weight back and forth and their spot was going to come a while later. There weren't enough people at the desk for all of them. And we were already done. So it was easy for us. Thursday. I do remember us going over Dem to Go. Uh, th- I mean, Thursday would put a little bit more pressure on what our Friday demos were going to be. So we were going over a lot of um, those first few. So like, uh, feels so good. Uh, we did pull you through, I think once maybe. Tell your heart to beat again. We went over once. Uh, Lover's track we did, even though we know that one. We just kind of did it for kicks. Uh, Dem de go. We still really needed like the timing on that, so we did that one. Uh, let's see what else was on our review list here. We did one for LDF and Little Darling. Uh, Easy Contra, we are family. So just to kind of sum it up, it was roughly 15 dances that we demoed Thursday night for other people. Um, and that's a lot of dances that some of them we knew we knew. Some of them we were a little iffy on and others we had just learned either the day before or that day. Um, most of those being the more beginner style dances. Oh, speaking of the beginner ones, uh, the last seven that I didn't mention where I closed my eyes, Queen of My Heart Waltz, All Right Girl, Duck Soup, Up and Down, Be All Right, and then Amy's new one, My Rules. So what I was actually planning on doing before you just named all of them was telling which hours and which order we actually demoed everything. So I'm just going to repeat everything he just pretty much said. So for the 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock hour, you had Maylene Jacobson, uh, which we didn't demo either of her dances. Then we had you teaching a lover's track, which obviously we demoed. Then we had Rona Kay, which we demoed Dem Dego. We didn't do Roy Verdonk's Doing the Walk or Paul Snook's Consequences. Um, the next hour, uh, 10 to 11, we demoed Feel So Good, Pull You Through. And then were you out there for either of Frank Trace's? No. Nope. I, I knew those were newer, and I unfortunately didn't... Um, didn't learn those from 11 to 12 we had michael barr tell your heart to beat again and then we didn't do the other three we did rosie Maltari's one for ldf and little darling then the next hour which was 12 to 1 uh you did easy we did easy contra you did we are family so that was one of the first ones that we didn't demo together um then we didn't do any of the next hour two to three um i closed my eyes and queen of my heart waltz which was taught by joe and then three to four i know we did all right girl and duck soup which was frank trace four to five i really wanted to demo second time around with jamie but she had both fred and darren there so i felt it wasn't necessary i felt like they were going to be able to sell the dance so much better than myself so i just decided not to um, we did go out for Amy Bailey's My Rules, and then we finished up with Bob and Denise Boyle with Up and Down and Be All Right. All right. Other than that, I don't remember anything um, happening for us uh, that was major up before our um, 9 a.m. appearance in Ballroom 5, which was the floor filler dance room. This was on uh, Friday day. <clears throat> Thursday night, we did have open dance, and I have some of that written down. But uh, because of some of the running around for this trip, we don't have everything that was in the main ballroom. Uh, so when we get to the playlists, you'll, you'll see what I mean. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about Thursday before we go on to Friday? Having done the demos? Um, so pretty much I like you was really grateful we came in the day early and just rested because I knew 
first and foremost, I know us and I know how we're going to close the ballroom down. Secondly, I know that it's Windy City and the ballroom is not going to close early. So um, I knew that it was probably the one and only chance we were going to get to really rest ourselves and prepare ourselves for the upcoming adventure that was to be. Um, Thursday again, I was glad we had all day to kind of do what we needed to do when we needed to do it. Um, there wasn't any major rush. I know I ended up getting up relatively early because I know my roommates left to go on the architectural boat tour. So I was kind of like, you know, slightly woken up by them just moving around the room. They were very quiet, which was nice. But it's still the idea of like knowing that there's bodies moving around your room is slightly like alerting. Um, so I was up probably around nine or 10 in the morning and that's the latest I got up all week. And I think, um, but I liked the idea that we could ease into things and do what we needed to do when we needed to do them. Um, I do know that Thursday night was a little bit torturous for me when it started open dance. And I say this because I volunteered to help out this year and I was on door duty for two hours technically I was scheduled for three hours but because I was in all the demos they said that's fine don't worry about it um, but those first two hours was hard knowing that all of my friends were out there dancing together having a blast and I was sitting at the door it was a little a little lesson in patience and definitely taught me something um, but I did enjoy the fact that I was on the door, so I got to see everybody come into the room. So I got to say hi to everybody, which was really, really nice. Um, other than that, we'll talk about the playlist and where we were and running around later. So we'll save that. And you did mention all your friends. On Thursday, there was no all-request room and there was no Bob and Denise Boyle social room. They really were all in the main ballroom the first night. <clears throat> The next day, we had the teach, and I remember getting up early enough to feel prepared for that. I wanted to feel like I was at my best to um, to teach that, and I figured 9 a.m. Friday, it'll be like you know a couple people maybe. Uh, it was a much bigger class than I would have expected. I took a group photo, and even that didn't have everyone in it because I saved that for the end, and people were on their way to their next workshops. So... I would say the floor was easily full um, for the ballroom that we were given. Um, I think I played music leading up to the teach so that they could hear it and know what to be ready for. People still continued to come in even after the teach had started, and I think they were able to follow it pretty well. I'm glad that we did the practice teach at, at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. That did help with preparing for things like the first 32 counts getting confusing if you wait till the end to do wall two. This time, we learned from that and did 32 counts facing the front, 32 to the back, and then moving on, we did part B, front and back, and added it all together and all that other good stuff. Um, my teach, I know, was not exactly like Roy and Fiona's, and... I'm all right with that. They they have their style, and uh, I love I love what they do. I I wouldn't want to directly copy them though, and I I just kind of do what I I know to be effective in my teaches and did it with their dance. Um, yeah. If I have more thoughts on that later, um, I'm sure I'll get around to them. Uh, it was a treat to have Joe come in at the end. Uh, because her teach was uh, right after ours. So after all that hustle and bustle of you know getting that teach in in one hour and then going over it again afterward, uh, you know we got to see Joe's smiling face on her way in for her teach of pull you through. But of course, she started with a warm-up of come dance with me because that is, after all, her theme song. What were your thoughts on the teach? Well, I know that I got up ridiculously early and I got down there with like an extra like I got down there at like 
eight o'clock or eight fifteen. Like I was really early down there, and um, I had a conversation with Eve in the ballroom as I was just sitting there waiting for you to end up coming in and get ready for everything. And that's when you you decided to play some music or whatever just to kind of have people as people were coming in. And that was when I recommended because of the trickiness of the dance and the timing. Um, maybe we should play the song so they can hear it. Um, and you liked that idea, so you ended up choosing that um, as the one to play right before you actually got up on the lesson. I was really glad that you had done the lesson at club and kind of worked out some of the kinks and figured out like what like some of the things that worked really, really, really well that you didn't have to change, which was nice um, because they already worked. So... You were able to keep those. Um, like you said, the front and back thing. I definitely noticed that our students were struggling a whole lot more um, at Line Dance Club trying to do all 64 counts to the front and then turn around and then remember all 64 counts to the back. So having it broken up halfway through and then practicing front and back gives them a little bit more familiarity once the dance is complete. They'd be like, oh, wait, I remember this vaguely. It's like your first exposure almost um, to the dance. And then this is your second time getting exposed to it. So you know it a little bit more. Um, it's not a complicated teach, but it's also not necessarily a tricky teach either. Um, because there is a lot of movement in it that is pretty standard normal. And then there's some couple chunks that make it stand out, which is nice. Um, I thought it was very, very flattering when you asked a few different people, like, why they took they said to show up for the class or whatever, and they said, because you guys looked so good dancing it, you look like so much fun. I was like, oh, good, because I was really scared that it would get back to Roy and Fiona that we did not look good <laughs> dancing their dance. Um, so that was flattering, and I was very, I was very glad that that was one of their responses because that also meant that the other 14 or so dan dances that we demoed earlier, maybe we helped get people into their lessons too. Um, being out there and showing someone that they can relate to or someone who's having fun or something along those lines. Um, I was, it was nice to see the teach go uh, even smoother than it did at the line dance club. That was nice and refreshing. Um, and personally, I was just really glad that I could be there and help. Uh, I had so many people afterwards come up and thank me for being on the back wall so that because they couldn't see your feet and they couldn't understand like some of the directions you were given because it was, it was like one of the tricky parts of the dance. And so they're trying to visualize it. And because they're not used to that kind of style or step, they were having a lot of trouble figuring it out and looking at the person right in front of them, trying to figure it out doesn't always help. So they would turn around and look at me. And so they were really grateful that I was there. Um, or like, for instance, they would be like, I think that's what he said. Turn around and be like, okay, yeah, that's what he said, you know? It really, it plays a part in your level of experience. If you're new to line dancing, you're more of a visual learner versus the more you get into it, you can play off the auditory. However, a lot of people still aren't necessarily used to the auditory. They're used to being able to get one of the front row spots so that they can still see your feet. Um, but I think, it, I think overall the teach went really, really well. You were able to dance it a couple times, which was nice. Um, thanks to Rachel, we know about DJ, uh, was it Pro? Yeah, DJ Pro. Um, and we're able to slow down the music a little bit. So they got to kind of take those steps and process them and slowly speed it up, which was nice. Um, I think that was a really smart choice on your part to utilize that tool. Um, other than that, like people seem to be really, really grateful for the lesson and really excited. And so that was just really fun to see and be a part of. After that, we had an hour before the choreography competition. Do you recall what we did with the hour in between? Possibly eight. I'm not sure entirely where we were for that hour, but I don't see any classes that we were in there. 
So we may have just been going over more dances. It's possible. I have no idea what we did from 10 to 11, but I know from 11 to 12, I was on door duty. And I was down in the Balmoral Room for the choreography competition, Heat 1, which included Linda Scott's I Need an Alibi, Carlton Thompson's Lash Out, Terry Sanchez's Move to Miami, Daniel Portal- Daniela Portalada's One Kiss is All It Takes, and Rob Holly's Cowboy Bounce. That was from 11 to 2. We were there for the entire stretch until 2, well, you once there. you were there. Yeah. After that, yeah, I joined as quickly as I could. After that, I felt like we tried to get something to eat, but I could be very mistaken because I know the first day we ended up not taking any of the lessons. I know that much because, well, to be fair, we also danced 15 of the dances, so we already knew most of it. <laughs> we did have um, an interview date with Living Line Dance. That's, that is what we did f- the hour after... Uh, your class, because we were right outside the class talking to them for a little bit, and then we went and got food because you were going to go into the um, the competition, and I was going to go sit at the door, but we also went over the dances with Carrie, I think, at that time, too, just a little bit, because mm. um, her dance was going to be demoed the following day, or that night, um, and so I wanted to make sure we had it or not. All right, and then in the afternoon, I must have taken a nap or something because I, I see no classes I was in, and I definitely wasn't in the choreography competition heat too. Although I do recall, uh, once we once we were done working on fine with Carrie, um, I remember hearing the sounds of a very familiar song, uh, Natural, being played in the Balmoral Ballroom. And that was for the dance Price You Pay by Paul James and David Ian Blakely. And that was on my choreography wish list, but I think they did a great job with the choreography. And now I can safely remove that track. I I do remember being outside the ballroom at the time that that song was playing. Other than that, I was probably napping. People ask, how do you have this kind of energy at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? Naps. And mostly fruit juice. Sometimes also fruit and like yogurt cups and food in general. But we determined that it's sort of like the preschool strategy. Naps and fruit juice. That'll get you through a day and a very long night of dance. After that, we had demos from five to six. We were really preparing once we were up. We were preparing all the way up to the wire for these demos because we we had more from... Um, from the 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. hour all the way to the 4 to 5 p.m. teaches, we were demoing across the board. Would you like to break it down hour by hour? Oh. Okay, well, from 9 to 10. Um, okay, so we didn't do Rona's, Roy's, or Guillaume's. We did demo Michael Barr's Ride or Die, um, which we had learned right before we took a nap. That's right. I remember that. Um, we had learned it right outside of the cafe, or not the cafe, the gift shop, right in front of the elevators, um, real quick before we were on our way up to rest, because uh, that was like a nice space that we could actually utilize that wasn't cramped or had a, ironically, a ton of people passing by, because the time frame that it was, was during most of like the, the chunk of the workshop. So, um, so we did ride or die. Then we demoed party girls, uh, for Rosie Maltari. I did not demo easy taps promise. I unfortunately did not have time to learn that one with all of the other things that were going on. Um, and you're telling me that you didn't either. Uh, the next hour from 10 to 11, we didn't demo most of them. However, there was one that two that we did demo same class was going to be bob and denise Boyle. they did love you more which that is one that i love teaching and i've been teaching for as long as i can remember at this point um by amy and darren and very special very flattering 
absolutely humbling. They also were teaching my Uber driver. So I, of course, asked them if it would be okay if I demoed with them for that dance, being that it's mine. Um, and that was a real treat. I was able to play with it on the floor and people were laughing because the song is hilarious. And it, it was just a great, a great experience for me. And I was, again, I'm so grateful to them for deciding that they wanted to teach, uh, my dance. That's, it's still very surreal for me when people are telling me that they're dancing my dance and they're teaching my dance. Um, 11 to 12, uh, we, I did not do any of Frank Trace's. Did you do Country Boom Boom? You did do? You demoed Country Boom Boom. The very next one you demoed was from the 12 to 1, which was Carrie's Fine. I chickened out last minute because I was really worried that I was going to make a mistake on her dance because I didn't feel confident in it. And the last thing I wanted to do was make her dance look hard or... Um, you know, mess her up by accident because I messed up because nerves happen. Um, I want, I really want her to be able to go out and sell it. And I knew that you had enough confidence in the dance to go out there and support her that way that she was going to be good. So you did fine. Um, then the next hour. So in between these, there's a lot of closed ballrooms, which I'm assuming is for the purpose of, um, the competition or choreography or just really trying to get people in certain rooms. Um, for instance, uh, from the hours 11 to 12, they have two ballrooms closed and two of them opened up together to make one giant ballroom for Team USA's teaches. Then from one to two, they have those same two closed and the same two open together for team international te choreography teaches, uh, which if, if none of you have ever heard of what they do at Windy City, they have the pro choreography competition where they have three inst instructor choreographers from USA and three instructor choreographers from like international and they play a game basically where they get to pick a category and they play a, a couple songs. Um, and they, I think th at first they get two songs and then after that it is, there is money involved after that. Like each time they choose an, to listen to another song after that, um, money goes down. So the first two songs they get to hear and then, then it goes to the next team and they get to pick two more categories and then pick from the four and so on and so forth. Um, I, I don't even know how many, I think they were on three rounds by the time they all decided which dances or songs they wanted to pick up. So it's very talent, very, very cool, very talented people. The next day they have like 24 hours to choreograph a dance. The next day they get one hour to teach their dance. Now, they only get one playthrough of the music. So they have to teach it as confidently as they can and get people practicing it as well as they can without hearing the music. And then they get one playthrough. Now the other rule is, which I actually didn't know this last year, the people who take the class vote at the end of the class. However, if you step off the dance floor and onto the carpet, you lose your ability to vote. So I did not know that. So you have those two hours. But back, back to demoing. So from the 1 to 2 o'clock, um, did you get out there for Lie to Me just a little for Rosie Mitali? Yeah, okay. So you were out there to demo Lie to Me just a little. I came on for True Love George. Um then followed by that, from 2 to 3, we demoed uh, Damn with Tina Foster. And I think Smooth Like the Summer, you demoed, I did not. Um, I don't think we did any of the other ones. Oh, we did, I lie. We went out for Jill's demo of Vanatech Chaw, which I thought was hilarious, actually, now that I think about it, because there was something that I was running out to the floor to demo at one point, and 
John Robinson looked at me. He goes, I want to demo this dance, but I don't remember how to, it starts. He's talking to someone. He looks at me as I'm running by. I stop. I do the point Monterey turn point, And he goes, thank you. I got it from here. And then so I kept running on to, to demo. Um, and it's funny because like you have so many things going through your mind during those demos that it is so easy to forget. And it's like the second you get it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's how it starts. I'm, I'm good from here. I just needed that little kick. Um, so that was fun for me. Um, so then the next hour, three to four, we went out there for Rona K's uh, teach or demo, sorry, of Make You Move. Um, I was very excited, very excited to watch Joe and Scott's demo of The Bounce. Um, mostly because you're the one who sent them the song. And so I was really excited to see what they did with the song because we had listened to it a couple times prior. Um, then we were out there for Amy's demo of Diggin' and Four Leaf Clover. Michael Barr's Get It Right. The following hour, four to five, was your two demos of Strut Through My Heart and Back in Your Heart. Then I stayed out there for Joey Warren's demo of Uphill Battle. Fortunately, that is where the demos ended us ended for us on I guess, Friday night. Um, for Saturday's teaches. There was a lot we didn't know, but there was also not a lot of demos. So that was nice. From there, I know we ended up going to the Balmora room for the open dance party with Bob and Denise Boyle. Um, I did at one point leave and go and peek into Darren's special teach of um, Hitchhike Charleston, which I thought was really, really cool for the little bit of time that I was in there for it. Um, he really did a good job of taking very simple choreography and showing them the proper technique, which then takes it to a whole nother level. Because you have the basic Charleston, which is the touch together and then touch back and then together. Um, and he showed them how to do like swiveling their feet as they're doing the choreography. He showed them how... Um, to move their arms properly he talked about how technically it's just a walk walk but you're just twisting your feet while you're moving forward on a different part of it so it's really interesting to watch him be able to take such a basic uh step that most people are used to at this point and show them how to properly add technique and styling into it um I did join you for a little bit in the, like I said, the Balmora room after I had spent some time in Darren's lesson. But uh, tell me how that went. Well, I was in there from the time they started until, oh, well, actually, uh, it it shows here that there were social room replays and open dance with Bob and Denise. But the social room replays were all in Jill's room. So I was there for just straight requests until 10 p.m. And at that point, I let them know that I'd be heading upstairs to see what was going on in the other rooms. Uh, it was a good time down there, though. It, it, it's a, an interesting room because it's off the beaten track for sure. It's much smaller. And he only has you know so many songs on his computer. But if you are able to plug in your phone, you can get just about anything played. In Jill's room, yes, it's all request. But there are a lot more people there, so the chances yours is going to go up in the next six songs is, you know... Anybody's guess. Yeah, exactly. Anybody's guess. It, it's slim because you have so many people all putting their request at the same time. And you know, maybe people who put theirs before yours, so you might be getting yours done past midnight. In the main ballroom, unless you did your pre-request online, it it might not happen for a while. So having that third ballroom open was really good for people who had a more obscure request, didn't really care about doing it with 60, 100 other people, but just really wanted to dance it. That that was the perfect place for something like that. And I have the playlist for that because that's where I was instead of either of the other two ballrooms. So that would be the night that my playlist starts a little later in the main ballroom. I think I didn't start taking notes there until about midnight because we were running back and forth between all request and main uh, so frantically that I, I didn't even start the list until about past midnight. Basically, what I can tell you is, generally speaking, it was some of the lessons that were taught earlier that day that you had missed. 
Um, and then some of the just the regular floor filling openers like Shady and um, I think 50 Ways was played, maybe. Um, and uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of like some of the other ones that I remember them playing. And I just I'm trying to blank at the moment. But it's just kind of your general ones that kind of just feed with the theme of the general openings. Um, I know that they certainly did Groovy Love. Because Mark wanted that to be the official video dance of Windy City Mania 2018. Um, they did that around, I think, they were scheduled originally like 8 or 8.30. And they ended up not doing it until closer to 9 or 9.30. Um, I was on door duty at the time, which is the only reason why I know this. Uh, I unfortunately did have to leave the all request room, which I was having fun in. I wanted to stay in, or I say all request, in the open request with Bob and Denise. Um, I was enjoying being in there, watching different people get their chance to dance dances that nobody else is exposed to. And I think it's a really cool way of being able to expose yourself to new dances too by being in that this kind of room and atmosphere because. Generally speaking, it's not the popular dances that you would hear in the main ballroom or even in Jill's ballroom. Um, it's definitely the more obscure ones that one or two people know, or there was a couple groups that a few people knew. So that was nice. Um, yeah, and then like after I was done with the freedom, I call it freedom, um, with my volunteering, we, I think that night hung out a lot in Jill's room. I think most nights we actually spent a lot of time in Jill's room until a certain point of the night in which we went over to the main ballroom. Yes, once we get to the playlists, you'll see there are long chunks where we just don't know a lot of the dances in the main ballroom for one reason or another. And in the all-request room, if there were dances that were taught earlier like social dances uh, or ones we just happened to know because they're classics like islands in the stream then since there are two floors in that room and most of the people on the floor closest to jill really strongly know it um, we might be able to help out on the other floor the side floor where people might need a wall leader on the side or the back where they can't see the other the other floor I'm laughing because I remember get it get it right. Um, I don't remember which night Michael gave it a review of it, but um, he gave a review of get it right, which I don't even remember. Oh yeah, we did. I did say that we demoed it, um, and I ran from the front to start him off, and then I realized where the restart was going to be, so I ran to the side wall, and so they could see me for the restart, and then I remember the very next wall, they were going to add a K-step on, so then, like, half when they turned to do their lock steps to the other wall right before their jazz box, I ran to the back wall so that, that I could add the K-step, and at that point, I was like, okay, they should know the dance by now, or they're good, it's okay, I'm going to stay in the back wall because I'm tired of running to the walls. All right, so we did lots and lots of dancing on Friday, playlist to come saturday i got to sleep in through the first hour of teaches and i was also asleep for part of the next hour but i came down in time for my uber driver you were there i'm sure for at least that dance of the two that were taught so lucky me i wasn't kidding when i said nine o'clock was the latest i got to sleep in um I was on volunteer door duty at 8.30 in the morning. (laughs) So I had to be up and looking human. And I typically give myself about an hour. So I was up by 7.30. And I don't remember what time we closed the ballroom that night. But it, it it was definitely on the later side. And so I didn't get as, I think I got three hours of sleep that night, if I remember correctly. So do the math there. (laughs) Um, So I was was on door duty for the first hour. And I was actually on door duty when I was talking with them because I had had spoken to them about, I didn't realize that I would probably want to be there for the teach of my dance. It didn't register until like last minute. So I'd asked them the night prior 
which door I should be on so that I could at least see it. And they said, well, I'll cover one of them said, which was Julie. Thank you, Julie. Um, said, I'll cover you for that half hour for your, the teacher of your dance so that you can go in and go. Um, most of the time they want you for the beginning of the hour and the end of the hour anyways, cause that's when people are going to be coming in and out mostly for, so that you can check their name badges and everything, make sure they're supposed to be there. So halfway through the lesson, you're not going to get as many people going in and out. Um, so I took a peek at about, I'm going to say 10, 15 in their room and they were doing a dance through of love you more. So I knew that they were going to start teaching mine soon. So, uh, Julie was nice enough to come over and change doors with me. And then I actually went into the room right as soon as he had just started talking about the dance. Um, so I, I hung out in the back with Denise as Bob taught the dance. I do know that there was a little added pressure having the choreographer there. Because I know what it's like teaching with the choreographer in the room. Considering we teach together and I teach a lot of your slash our dances. <laughs> um, it does add a little bit of pressure. Uh, but it's also nice because you have them as a reference. They can speak up and say, oh, you can do this instead. For instance, one of the things which I haven't had the opportunity to change on the SEP sheet is the option of instead of doing the two hip circles, just swaying right, left, right, left. Because um, I know sometimes it's hard to do the hip circles. Um, and so I, I gave them that option if it was too complicated for them. And so that was nice. I also have to say... Um, Thank you uh, to you. And it meant a lot to me that you were there for the teacher that dance when you didn't have to be. Um, it, it meant a lot having your support in the uh, teach of my dance that I wasn't even teaching. So thank you for that. After that. I went off to help Carrie with her teach for fine. She wanted to test out uh, her calls on me and make sure that she knew what she was going to say for each section and how she was going to break up the eight counts. During that same time, uh, Team USA was teaching their dance back in town. Is that right? Yeah, uh, back in town. So I missed part A's teach. There's a part A, part B, and a tag. And by the time I got into the room uh, to help with the back walling, I had to catch up on uh, part A rather quickly. Uh, but B, I, I felt solid on. You were there for the whole hour. Yeah, when someone like Joe asks you to be in the back in case they need a strong dancer to watch, you, you don't say no. It's Joe. <laughs> it's very flattering that she would ask for you to be in the back wall. Although I did laugh because Scott came and stood right next to me. So I said, you really don't need me here. But uh, it's okay. Um, I actually very much enjoyed that lesson. It was funny to me because I was, I was right next to Scott. And Joe was t the main teacher. So she was the one on the mic. And then Joey was on the other stage, which I think ended up being the wall that you stood the back wall of. Um, because Scott kept like when they would stop and like go to do it again Scott would look at the rest of us around him and be like guys don't worry it's really not as fast as she's teaching it and come to find out it's really not as fast as she was teaching it she just really wanted to get as many reps in as possible so that was one of those that it, it's definitely tricky when you've only heard the song so many times and you don't get to play it again to estimate like the speed in which you need to be doing these reps at as well as like I said they only get so long to dance to teach it and with a dance that has an A a B and a tag you want to make sure everybody has the opportunity to get all the steps um, I really enjoyed it I thought they did a really good job of hitting the music um, if there was more dance floor I think a lot more people would have been able to really get into the dance after that we went down to carrie's room the balmoral room for her teach of fine it was more humid than it had previously been in that room so fans were brought in um, to help alleviate the heat uh, issues that that were caused by the humidity and 
a lot of people were there were in carry full carry attire to support her big teach since this is the one uh, that she won from the, uh, having entered the choreography competition last year and um, she came in first for I believe Alkachi all night long this was the teach slot that came along with that and we helped to, uh, back wall and once they were on the back wall and she went to the back I ran to the front wall so they had full coverage. So now you, underst- now you understand what happens when you walk to the back. I'm like, why am I back here? Okay, I'll go to the front. <laughs> <laughs> After that hour, we went... Uh, well, first we picked up some food and went to watch the Team International teach. But I think both of us were feeling like we wouldn't make it through another hour of standing... Uh, after having done the Team 1 teach, or the Team USA teach, and um, fine... We ate food, and we napped. You napped first, and uh, and I followed shortly after. <laughs> um, there was a teach that I was hoping to get to of the bounce happening from three to four, but since it was already, or since it was also going to be happening on Sunday, I decided sleep was more important for the moment, and it would be better to just have that big chunk of nap uh, before my teach from four to five which was stored through my heart and back in your heart. Yes, going off of the three hours of sleep, I was I was fried. My brain literally just could not even function. Like the idea of even chewing the food that I got sounded awful. Like it was just so much energy that I was like, no, I need I need to go sleep. So I went upstairs to my room. And unfortunately, my roomies um, were asleep when the maid came the first time, and so they s- had her come check back. And she just so happened to check back right at the time I was getting ready to take a nap. So she cleaned the room, and so of course I wasn't going to just like sleep while she was in the room because that would be awkward for both of us. Um, so I stayed up a little bit longer, but my feet were at least off the floor and resting. She left, and I napped. And I remember waking up in a panic, being like, oh, no, demos, demos. I need to be downstairs for demos. What am I demoing? I'm like, I couldn't remember for the life of me what I was demoing. And then I realized I wasn't demoing anything. I was going to be there for your teach. (laughs) So I remember calling you because I knew that you were going to be napping as well. And we made the agreement that we would always alert the other one. Just in case, because with the limited sleep that we had, we wanted to make sure both of us would be there for the teach. And um, I saw that you had called me earlier, so I was trying to call you again. And I figured you were already down there, so I just came down there um, for your teach. And if we have time to get to the teach, we will certainly circle back around. So after the teach, uh, we had Saturday night dancing. There was a show. We were actually in the show. Uh, there was a dinner before the show as well. Uh, by the time we arrived for that, people were still waiting for food, so we came at a good time. Uh, we picked up our items to go. We did a quick rehearsal for the show. Uh, our part was uh, ensemble, and we had very impressive performers uh, follow us. So I, I feel like it's all you know a lovely tapestry, and we were like this really nicely made tag somewhere on there. (laughs) I was really okay being the opener act. Yes, yes, same. Uh, (laughs) uh, Then we had a great night of open dance. That ran until, I believe, 622, but of course we can double-check that when we look at the playlists later. Uh, We were not down in Bob and Denise's room at all. Uh, We were going back and forth between the all-request room and the main ballroom, and... I had a couple of recaps of the teaches uh, from the social room earlier, strut through my heart, back in your heart, uh, did those on the floor. And then very, very late at night slash early morning, we slept. And in the morning of Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m., there was the teach recap again, a full reteach of strut through my heart, back in your heart. So I got a little bit of sleep. It was definitely better than nothing. Um, still a little rough, but I, I definitely am very happy and appreciative uh, 
uh, happy with and appreciative of all of the dancers who showed up for that teach. It was a smaller group than down in the Balmoral room the previous day, but we were still ready to dance. I like how you say sleep. We got like a 20-minute nap. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Simon came in after us, so we, we left that room. And then I think I may have attempted to sleep for a little while. Uh, and Guillaume and Jonathan came up. Uh, oh, I remember not being sure when my card would stop working. So I got there a couple minutes after 11 a.m. to my room. And, uh, and it worked. So it was all good. I packed. Um, I got some rest. Uh, my roommate, Guillaume Richard, came up. And he started packing as well with Jonathan. Um, so we came. Uh, I, I came down later for... What was it that we came down for? The bounce. The bounce. From one to two. At some point, I think immediately after that, I must have interviewed Haley in a rush. Uh, Haley Wheatley, lovely woman. Very glad we met her. Um, as she was on her way to see downtown Chicago. So got that interview in. And while Open Dance was going on, we also interviewed Tim Johnson and Rachel Trim with Lisa Yunker. After that, we took the shuttle to the airport pretty early. I mean, for us, definitely. And we watched Ready Player One together. And we got a couple seconds of sleep, I'm sure. Uh, I contracted some kind of sniffle uh, on the way home. And I'm feeling it now. But Yeah, his duck plan didn't work so well. <laughs> I must not have ducked hard enough. Uh <laughs> But uh, I would say it was worth it. You know, we did the best we could. We used the disinfectant wipes. We used the hand sanitizer. Uh, we didn't lick the windows more than we absolutely had to. And I, I, I think that, you know, with a good night of sleep tonight and tomorrow, I'll have that thing beat. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the idea that um, I felt very prepared to fight any illness off. Um, I do know that the hotel rooms definitely dried out a little bit um so i went to bed with like uh senegin's lip gloss on or their lip balm uh depending on what was immediately accessible to me i know i gargled with salt water uh at night and in the morning to help relieve any of the inflammation of the dry throat um and i feel healthy as a horse other than just being pure exhausted yeah i took a a nap today. Uh, I got as much sleep as I could last night. And in two minutes or less, what do I have to say about strut through my heart and back in your hearts teaches? Uh, I was surprised at the number of people who took those uh, as their their teaches. We also got some KS for kicks squozen in there. Uh, we were able to go from slow speed to full speed. I was very excited to dance both of those just because I enjoy dancing them. And I am looking forward to releasing the sheets for those uh, very soon. Any final thoughts about the event overall for you? Oh, real quick. I also want to mention I bought new clothes for the demos, and I'm happy that I have them. I felt very professional. Um, overall, this was exactly the event I needed. Mark and Eve did such an amazing job on this event. They do every year. But I think having the break that I had for the two months in between events, I was itching for something. And not only did the event itself meet my expectations, but it actually, in fact, exceeded my expectations. I had so much fun. I felt right where I was supposed to be. It was amazing seeing so many people that I've gotten to know over the last two or three years um, be there, like you said, meeting Haley Wheatley. That was amazing. I love her to pieces. She's my new BFF, um, for reasons I'll keep between me and her. But, um, yeah, it's been, it was amazing. I loved it. I love seeing new people and, uh, being able to share the dance floor with everybody. I, I felt like we did a good job preparing what we could for open dance. We learned a lot of dances. We learned a lot for the demos and I find it surprising, or I found it surprising, how many of those uh, 
teaches or learns we were willing to let go once it came to like the second or third night we're like you know what if they don't play it that's all right we can always just do it at the next event so i i think it's better to have prepared than not but ultimately you know what happens happens and the djs uh, just do their best to to put together the magic for us all right well this has been our our review or reflections of Windy City Line Dance Mania 2018 on Line Dance Podcast with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Marcelia. Until next time, we'll see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.